What's up, y'all? This be your boy Casey, one third of the So What Patreon Bit podcast. We report to you live every other week from the Amazon Library, discussing the most interesting of interesting and boring of boring books. Follow my footy page at the underscore itis ATL on IG and YouTube. I'll see y'all soon. I'm being a greedy bitch right now eating these plantain chips. Mm. Come on, plantain. But first of all, I got a lot going on. Girl. I'm hungry. I want to cook, but I'm trying to be like an ultimate friend doing a baby shower, a baby reveal. Via, Who's having a baby? via Zoom. Um, remember my friend Milani that was at uh, Ari birthday? No. With the, she had the sun and um, she had braids in her hair. Red and black braids. Oh, yeah. She, 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 she's pregnant? Yeah, she's pregnant again and um, she's about to say if, it was, if it's gonna be a boy or a girl through Zoom, so I put her on mute. So I'm watching to see. Um, what it's it now? Is. Yeah, it's on Zoom now, but they on mute. Oh. And I um, I just had a threesome at the nail shop. Let me tell you, these ladies really stuff <laughs> me. I did not want to pay them this money, but they deserved it. First of all, it was right. It was right, it was right before it started pouring raining, and I really didn't want to go to the nail shop that's near Walmart because it's always it's so many people, and I was like, it's probably gonna be busy, and I don't like busy nail shops. I like nail shops that barely got people in because I just it's just a germy thing. So I was like, let me try to find a nail shop that's like on the way. So then I swerved into this parking lot and I saw there was like a nail shop. The door was open. First of all, nail shops that have the door open for me is for me. Okay? <laughs> it's for me, period. Like, I don't like being in a nail shop and I have to smell all them chemicals and it's closed off. So... The door was open. It was right before it was raining. So you had like a, a slight breeze. A bitch walked in there and they were sitting with nothing to do. I said, yes, this was meant to be. First of all, let's back the fuck up. Let's back the fuck up. Jaden is back and I did not have to take the girls with me. I see your nephew back in the house. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. I said, Jaden, are you going to the shop? He was like, no. I was like, good. I'm going to go get my nails done. The girls ain't here. <laughs> so, I found a place. Um, they, uh, I didn't have to take the girls, and it was right before it started pouring rain in. So, I got my it's feet done. Listen, it was white outside. That's how hard it was raining. So oh, I got wow. my 
done. I got my hands done. So they had one person on my feet. They had one person on one hand, another person on the other hand. So I couldn't do nothing. So even if I took the book with me, I couldn't read it. That's not a threesome, girl. That's an orgy. Listen! (laughs) (laughs) When I tell you, she got every detail of my cuticle. She massaged the shit out my hand and my feet. Um... Can y'all hear me okay? I'm sorry. Yes. Okay, I got my earpods in and I didn't know because it's noise canceling. I can't hear shit, but I hear y'all though. You sound good. Okay. And a bitch just spent $75 easy. Damn. Like, I that had sounded to- like it was worth it though. It was so worth it. Like, I really, the late, they were laughing at me because you know how they moving your feet for like mm-hmm. the gel dryer thing? By by default, I kept like resisting her moving my feet, so I would always have to look down and let her move my feet. And she started laughing at me, and then the other Asian ladies started laughing, but they were like talking in their language. I was just like, I don't know what the fuck they're saying, but let me defend myself. I said, I don't normally do this. I usually have my kids, so I'm naturally resisting y'all moving my feet. So I apologize, and they were just dying laughing. Because it was like they had to fight to pamper me. Mm. And they probably like, oh, uh, bitch, this is the first. Oh, no, she's having another boy. Oh. Um, uh, I thought she was going to have a girl because she was um, being very cautious. But okay, so. Oh, she having a boy? She having another boy. So. Um. Um, so fast forward, I did that, and then right next to them was like a hood grocery store. I forgot the name of the grocery store, but they had all the badass kid snacks in there. So I went in there and I got the snacks and I got some um, turkey bread, and I hurried up and came home. Um, I read up until uh eighteen, and I stopped at eighteen. Which I read shit. I stopped yeah, at stopped out last time. The chapter it, it was like a, a two pages long or three pages long chapters or a page. Like she really tried to put hella chapters yeah. for no reason. But um yeah, nah. fuck that. <laughs> but yeah. So okay, so for those who are listening, who's up in here? We got Taylor. Hi Taylor. Brock. Hi cousin. Up? Hey Hello. cousin. What's up? Uh, they probably like what the fuck are they talking about so this is um this is uh so what patreon bit this is a on the go book yeah, Chantal, club. first of all first of all Chantal is extra hype because her ass just got home and i feel like she's doing like a thousand one shit and trying to do the book club all at the same time yeah because i okay. thought you canceled what happened i thought you canceled when you sent that oh no message. you know you know what bz is gonna show up it's just that I was in the nail shop and I could not touch my phone because my they had my hands. So oh. I knew I knew I needed to set it up, but I like while I was setting it up, he was asking me for my card. So I was like oh. trying to go back and forth, but um I was being rude. Let me introduce the show. This is so what page beyond big. It's a <laughs> book club and um we talk about the book that we're going over while we're reading it. We're reading Midnight by Sister Soldier. 
This is um, episode three of season seven. And I don't know. I think at this point in time, if you don't have the book already, don't worry about it because Casey is boring. (laughs) Um, And Kiki, you know... I don't know if she feels like this boring. I don't think it's boring. I think it's just long-winded. I don't think it's boring. I think it's just like kind of redundant of the coldest winter ever, but from a man's perspective. Yeah. Like, when are we going to connect the dots? I think my thing about it is I think my whole thing about it is like I really thought the book was gonna be about this boy from Africa growing up in New- in Brooklyn, New York, and it's not about that. It's like bullshit. It's like it's yeah. like fluff in the middle of every goddamn thing. And I just felt like that she smoked a whole bunch of weed and wrote this book, and just was like, "Damn, I gotta meet this deadline. Let me just go ahead and just write some bullshit out, and we'll go ahead and, and the people are gonna fucking read it because it's my book." But that's not the case. Like, I, to me, it's it's full of it's full of fluff. It's boring. I don't want to read it anymore. And I'm thinking about getting the new book and start reading that. Yes. So I thought the new book came today, but it wasn't a new book. What came today? Um, something came today. Oh, the girls' um, flashcards. Like verbs and that. <laughs> right. But Kiki wanted to read this book because she thought it was going to be about the grown man midnight and not the little boy midnight. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's not that. It's very, it's very, um, it's very biased to one way of looking at people, and very mm. arrogant. I would say that, um, mm-hmm. a culture sense where it gives me the picture like midnight thinks he's better than everybody, but yet you want to be around people, but. No, it gives me very. It gives me very much. Um, it's midnight. It's my. I have a paper that's due at midnight, and it's Sunday morning. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I, have a, I have. I have a paper due at midnight, and it's Sunday morning, and I have not started it yet. Oh, throw them together, rubbish. Yes. Right. Ooh. <laughs> Well, um, do should we review the book and get out the way and then talk about um everything else? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Wait, I missed it. What happened? <laughs> I said I said should we talk about the book and get out the way and then do everything else or reverse? Do everything else like what? Like talk about us and what's been going on, Kiki? Like our normal. <laughs> Oh, sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So. Mm-mm. What are y'all doing? That ain't That's me. Kobe ass over there building houses and shit. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me, Kobe I, the builder. I put, I put the notes on my phone. Okay, so. 14 for midnight. Um. They had a basketball game. Um, there was girls trying to talk to Midnight, and he was kind of like brushing them off. He got some girl number. Um, then one of the boys, uh, what's his name? Amir, 
his dad pulled like showed up. His dad used to be like this old hustler, so he was like, "Oh, so y'all talking to girls? What you got in your pocket?" And he was like, "Um, some change." He was like, "So you you around like hustler men, and all you got is change? They ain't pay you to play the play the game?" And he was like, "Nah." He was like, "What else you got in your pocket?" He was like, "I ain't got nothing else." He was like, "Y'all got condoms?" I was like, what type of conversation is this? He was like, y'all got condoms? And they was like, no. Nah. He was like, so y'all just mm-hmm. being around girls and y'all ain't got no condoms? And so it was kind of like a very inappropriate out in the public dad talk from somebody who has lived the life. And so they were like talking and walking to the train station. And he did give them some good wisdom. He said, there's three types of men you avoid. Police, shooters, and hustlers. So, basically, Amir's dad did not want him to be playing on the hustlers league um, mm-hmm. that they have in um, Brooklyn because he just knows that it comes with some other shit if you're good. So, yeah. um, he also, uh, Midnight also talked about Amir his dad being five percenters and how they feel like the black man is the god and all of that stuff and he was like I just find that weird um then he was like having his own opinions again on the other boy whose family is Christian and all he was like all his parents want him to do is show up for church that's it Um, again judging and making fun of other cultures because he thinks his elite all right, chapter 15 um, was talk, was called Good Intentions, and he basically met Akimi's family. His mom, Uma, gave him, like, three gifts to give her family, one for her uncle, one for her one for Akimi. And he ended up meeting them. They gave, he gave them the gifts. Uh, I couldn't get, I couldn't get from what he said if they cared or not about it. But I did I did catch when her uncle was like, um, and what country do you represent? And he kind of like brushed them off like he wanted to keep it a secret. And I'm just like, why is where they're from such a secretive thing? Right. It's kind of like he doesn't want anybody to know who they really are and he's really banking on giving everybody the name Midnight. So, moving on to chapter 16, it's called Sudana. And basically, his mom made a um, a gown that was for $15,000 for this wedding. And they, him and his mom went to these people from who are from Sudanese uh, and they basically met their family and one and the uncle had a daughter and her name was Sudana and he said how she was beautiful her hair was covered um her, most of her body was covered but her eyes were really beautiful and her her teeth were like pretty and he ended up convincing the uncle the african uncle to give him a down payment of $500,000 for the dress and he gave it up really easy. It wasn't a problem. And then at the end of chapter 16, he started like bothering his mom about, I want to go ahead and find a place now. 
And she was like, why are you rushing? We almost have enough money to go ahead and um, get the place that we want. We almost financially set on our goal. Let's just wait and follow the plan. And he was like, no, I want to look for a place and find a realtor and call them now. And I don't know what his brush was. I couldn't gauge where that was coming from. It was so random. And then um, chapter 17 came up. It's called Agreement. Amir Mama um, is being very hoish. Where basically they went over to Amir's house and his mom opened the door and she was not clothed all the way. Titties was showing. Um, He was talking about, Midnight was talking about how she babies her son. She babies Amir and how she was in the kitchen putting in like an S curl in a here. And his dad was so against him having an S curl. And um and that's it. Number 18, chapter 18 is called Private Lessons, and I didn't get into it because I was tired. It was like it was like 1:30 a.m. and I didn't get into it. So the chapters were really short. But to me, in every chapter, I just get, like, this vibe, like, Midnight just feels like he's better than everybody, and he kind of, like, he's very quiet around the people he calls his friends, but he, like, he has, like, these crazy-ass judgments. That sounds about right. Hmm. So. <coughs> so that's it. And then on one of the chapters at the beginning... Sister Soldier, she kind of like tried to trick us. She started the sentence with my dad said um, blah 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 blah. And I'm just like, okay, this is confirmation. His dad is alive and his dad did say something, but it wasn't Midnight's dad. It was somebody else's dad. So I was like, okay, I see what she tried me. She tried me. But um, yeah, I, that's how far I got. I only got up to 18. It was supposed to be up to 24. But um, next episode in uh, episode four, we'll read from chapter 18 to 30. I figured I'll adjust that shit. But that was for the most part what happened. Um, so far. That's boring. We're not even halfway through the fucking book, and I don't. Casey is just over it. I don't even know how he said it's boring. He is very over. I don't know how these two stories connect, but maybe it'll get juicy somewhere in the next couple of chapters. I don't know. But I'm still reading it. It's not as dry and dead like uh, The Polished Hole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. But I mean, I told y'all, by the time we record uh, on the 10th, I'll be all caught up. Because I'm going to catch up and I'm going to finish it. Um, but right now I'm just very, very uh, interested. Okay. But that's it. What's going on with you? Girl, y'all know what's going on with me. Oh, I do. I do. You got visitors. Mm-hmm. Guest after guest after guest. And I don't mind. You know, it's family and I love it. But that's the same token. It's, I'm an introvert. I mean, quiet yeah. time. That's what I was last weekend. I had guests. But I got big, a bigger space. <laughs> and then it's not only that, it's this. So, yesterday, well, today I had a meeting, a team meeting for work. 
mm-hmm. and I had to do um, a presentation for the system that we're using at work. So I had to use a, a do a presentation for that. So I had to talk to people about that, and then I have new hires shadowing me. So I have them I have them death shadowing me today. I think Thursday and Friday. And then tomorrow, I'm meeting with a manager in a new department to talk to him about, like, what he looks for in someone in his department as far as how um, a new underwriter and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm meeting a lot of different people in the week mm-hmm. and being around um, different energies. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't, I, I haven't had time to recharge and center my own yet. Mm-mm-mm. And that That's... probably won't happen until Saturday. Oh shit. So this is gonna be a long week. Ooh Casey gonna be on the edge. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Kiki what's going on with you, Kiki? Nothing. It's just the last week of the month for me. Hey, a busy, a busy work week. Mm. Um, that's really about it. Mm. Still have a little cold that I'm coming off of. Yeah. Um, One of my podcaster people, his daughter has COVID. Oh no. I'm just like, damn, I heard like little kids getting this shit, but I am somebody like close to me that dealing with that shit. Now I'm just like, ew, do I really want to send the girls to school? Do I really want to send them to camp? Yeah, I was just gonna yeah. put Pokey in daycare. Hmm. I heard that kids are getting RSV though. What the fuck is that? Right. RSV is um my cousin's is, son had it. Is it baby respiratory. COVID? I don't know, but they're calling it respiratory sensical virus. So they have a, a runny nose. Um, they're not saying that that the baby or the children can lose their taste and smell, but they're saying it it's like runny nose, ear infection, cough. All that stuff. Bitch, that sounds like bronchitis. Right. Why is y'all out here renaming shit and making people scared? Because I don't know. And then it says they can breathe um, faster than usual and have periods where they're not breathing at all. Yeah. Asthma? Listen! (laughs) It sounds like a bunch of stuff in one. I feel like these scientists are like trying to figure out how can we combine all of these possible uh, symptoms in one so we can call it something else. So then we can make them feel like they have to get this new thing to combat this new thing. The reality is y'all been up in some motherfucking labs for the last two years playing with shit and now y'all trying to see how it's going to affect people. And now that the original COVID shit has died down, of course, 
y'all made this shit so it can mutate. So now it's mutated into other things. In certain regions, it's, it's showing up as something else. And in other regions, it's showing up as something else. So now everybody's coming up with their new rules. Like up north, they're trying to have like mandatory um, COVID vaccines for jobs or if you don't want to have the vaccine in order to keep your job you're going to have to as long as you want to keep your job get a COVID test once a week every week that's crazy they're just finding new ways to be like okay how can we make this like a must that they have to in order to keep their job because they're not coming in here willingly to get this vaccine oh so to touch on that, Drew was showing me um, an article. Yeah. So here in Atlanta, there's this restaurant called Argosy. Mm-hmm. And Argosy is, they refuse to serve people that haven't been vaccinated or can show proof of a negative COVID test. Oh, wow. That's a bit extreme. And, and there's a couple of restaurants that are following suit because they had to shut down because their mm-hmm. employees caught COVID. Mm. but also like this is another thing like I I get that you know if you're vaccinated and you know you're you're aware that other people can catch like your employees can catch COVID even though they're like if you understand the thing about vaccinations you understand that people can still catch COVID even if they're vaccinated right so my whole thing is like you know I understand that well I don't understand you have a sign up in your restaurant that nobody can come in unless they're vaccinated. And if you're not vaccinated, you have to show proof that you're negative from COVID-19. And so, even if I'm vaccinated, I can show you proof that I'm vaccinated, but I can still have COVID. Right. And be all over your shit. The, the, you should just say, if you want to come into this restaurant, I need to see your most recent COVID test within the last couple of days right because people who have the vaccine only are covered 95 percent of being able to fight off this virus the other five percent you can still get it and still have those fucking symptoms because depending on your body you might not be able to fight it off so it's not proofing you it's just dumb to have these imaginary Okay, this is what I'm gonna do to make sure I don't, or to make sure my employees don't. The 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 thing is, you can't make sure shit. Right. And then you, you gotta, have people that are asymptomatic that have that that can have COVID, but they they don't have any symptoms. Yeah, that's why I hate people that's like, oh, okay, wait, I have to get your temperature. A lot of people have this shit, and their temperature is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. So- so you checking temperature still is kind of redundant. So we have a message. I'm gonna play this message from sure. Tiara. Um, hi, book club. It's Tiara. Um, I just wanted to say, um, my daughter, my oldest daughter, she's six now, but she actually had RSV. When she was a uh, baby, when she was three months, um, it is similar to bronchitis. That's what it puts you in the mind of. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just respiratory. It it's it doesn't have anything to do with COVID. It, it's been out way longer than COVID. Like I said, my okay. daughter's six now. She had it when she was three months. And yeah, it does kind of put you in the mind of bronchitis. Yeah, it, it attacks your respiratory. My daughter had it bad too. She had to be in the hospital for three days. They wouldn't let her eat anything. She lost weight. So yeah, it, it kind of like it attacks your respiratory system. But she's all better now. She's happy, healthy, and she works my nerve every damn day. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Tierra for clarifying that for us. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Well, you know, Casey has fur babies. Uh, Kiki has Uno, and I got two. So, and I know at least one of my kids is trifling. And I know. <laughs> If, if anybody gets sick in here, she gonna be the first one to get sick because she just let me taste it first before I tell somebody that's on the floor type of child. Uh, yeah. So, I'm 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 not excited about next week because they start school next week. But then again, I kind of am because they haven't said at work when we need to go in the office. Mm-hmm. They don't have our schedule showing in the. <laughs> So like yesterday was my first day and oh since they don't have your schedule up, just do production all day. Sir, you basically told me to have a free day because you're not gauging shit. You don't you don't do huddles. You don't um make sure we're on our breaks because everybody's break is different because people have different schedules. So like today I I kept forgetting to take my breaks and I was like, oh, okay, well, this is gonna be my lunch today. And I'm going to just log out and I'm going to log in and then I'm going to do this. And by the time I get off at 6.15, this man already been gone from 3 (laughs) o'clock. So it's really like I'm I'm in charge of me and I just need to know where the fuck I'm supposed to be at in the system. That's it. There's really no manager. You really kind of by by yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. This this older one this older white man is a free spirit, let me tell you. This man rides BMX bikes and motorcycles for fun with his wife in his 50s. Um, he, he is very, like, extracurricular. Um, has grown up kids. And he's basically like, okay, I'm going to have this company job and then I'm going to tell them when I'm going to be off and I'm going to live my life. And that's basically what he's doing. So he really t- don't give a fuck. So um, I'm glad I'm I hope you never change managers. Listen! Said, so you know State Farm known for that. Listen, I said I'm glad to be on your team because I know how women managers are. They're very um, micromanagey. And the whole time before they told us who our manager I said, please be a man, please be a man, please be a man. It's a man, okay? All man managers be wanting to know is that you're not about to make me look bad and have to have an explanation why you ain't doing your work in front of my boss. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Male yeah, managers I are think, just I'm like, you know, do a... your job. Yes. Yeah, I think I, I'm going to get a man manager. But, you know, my current manager is a, a woman, and she's, like, dope. Like, she's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. That's true, too. Because it, it, well, I feel like it depends on the woman. Yeah, yeah, I don't like having black women as managers. You know what? To be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, you know what I think it is: black or black, white, 
green or yellow, I think it's all the same thing. I feel like if a man or male or female, if a manager feel like they have something to prove, they're going to be a shitty ass manager. If they don't feel like they have anything to prove and they're like, look, I'm here to do a job. You're here to do a job. You're grown. I'm grown. You don't need me to babysit you. You're going to have a good manager. I just feel like it's all in the manager's maturity level yeah, versus anything else. True. Mm. I've just never had good luck with, um, you know, <laughs> with, with managers who look like me with a set of titties. <laughs> like, um, I'm trying to think. I just haven't. I've had. I've had oh, how many men, man? I've had one man, man. And he was very like hard to read, and he's still there. And I be eyeing him sometimes because we both each other nerves. At one time, but after that man brought in some apple cider, cinnamon donuts, we was friends. We was friends. You know what I'm saying? I can you a man that can feed me, sir. We got no problem. But, um, yeah, for the most part, I have always had women managers. And I just think men managers, once they know that they don't have to check up, make sure you're doing your job like a babysitter, you could you could be like, you know what? I know I'm on the schedule today, but I ain't coming today. And they'd be like, all right, see you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Like, my manager now, she's a new manager. Um, she just came to my department not too long ago, like maybe just like a couple months ago as a manager. Yeah. She reminds me a lot of Angela. Oh, that's, okay. yeah, that's who my current manager reminds me of. She's very like, you know, if you need anything, let me know. Uh, I'm trying to develop you to get to your next step, like to get the fuck up out of this seat and start making more money and do other things. Mm-hmm. And like, if you mess up, if you mess up, it's a learning opportunity. It's not just a time for me to chastise you as a child. Like, no, like. Yeah. It's okay. You, you, it's okay. You didn't know. Now you know. Hopefully, it doesn't happen again. That's another thing. Managers who don't have children who think the people who work for them are their children. <laughs> no, no, <man. laughs> no splash. Right. I'm an old adult with utilities just like you. I go downstairs into the parking lot where I go in my vehicle that I pay for just like you. You better talk to me with some respect. But that's high key. That's managers that again they don't have any they don't have no control in their life anywhere. So they come to work and try to control people. Yeah. Yeah. I learned that at a young age. Yeah, I used to have this manager that used to volunteer me for bank runs. Oh. And and then when we would get into his truck, he'll have all the money from like the registered and shit that he had out. This man is smoking like a whole pack of Newports on the way. I said, sir, <laughs> I did not sign up for this. First of all, I did not say I wanted to come with you. Second of all, I did not say I wanted to have your secondhand smoke while we go to the bank to make sure you're not stealing this company's money. Nah, he was trying to get your kitty cat. He was not trying to get my kitty cat. Not um, not with a diseased body like that. Yeah. <laughs> it- but um, yeah. Dudes don't care. They think they see that women see money and get that coochie wet. 
Listen, you about to get nothing over here wet. Not with that smell. I cannot. Coffee bread and cigarettes. I don't get it. Not coffee mm-hmm. bread and cigarettes. Mm-mm. Pick a poison, please. For the most part, I think everybody in my department is just mad chill. Mm. It's like, whatever. Like, <laughs> nobody be checking for me. No, I really... <clears throat> I really want to. I really want to remember who told me to get this cologne. So one of my one of my coworkers brought up the idea. Kobe said, "Bitch, you talking too much." <laughs> listen, I can't. I can't remember who told me about the cologne. So they made a whole group chat, and I was just like, "I don't want to get in here and be like." So I got my cologne. Who told me to get the colonic and get the wrong person? So I'm gonna just keep it to myself until I remember. Oh, who told me to get this colonic? Cause baby, listen, I talked. My nephew came back. I said, "Jay, did you miss it?" He was like, "What?" I said, "I shit it on myself." (laughs) (laughs) He was like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "Dog, I got a colonic." He was like, "What is that?" I said, "Sir." So now I today yeah. I told him I said, man, I am in here. I am scared to fart. Okay, I do not trust my booty no more. <laughs> we are not friends. Okay, <laughs> we my booty are not friends. We're not too scared to fart. I'm scared to fart. I'm scared to have a good laugh. All of that shit. Wait, even now? Yes, because I don't trust it. Oh my god! Wait, the colonic was days ago. And the colonic was Thursday. <laughs> Girl, this bitch has almost been a week. And your ass still looks like that. Like, I just I just don't trust it. I'm just like, dog, you fail me. You fail me. Two lights away from my house. Be quiet, Kobe. <laughs> but, that, shit said, that shit said, let me out. But okay, so I um I went on Groupon, right? Groupon is such a like I went on Groupon. Me and my other friend, we were talking about foot detox. And so I went on Groupon and I looked it up. And they had a place that does foot detox near me. So I was like, okay, let me call this place. Why the same place that does the foot detox does colonics? So the lady lady was like, yeah, we do foot detox. I said, how long does it take? And she told me, I can do it on a Saturday. Which reminds me, I gotta see if Jack gave free so she could keep the girls. Um, she was like, "Oh, it take about thirty minutes." I said, "Okay." She was like, "But if you're doing like a colonic, then we need a bit more prep time." I said, "So y'all do colonics too?" She's like, "Yes." I said, "Girl, I just got me a colonic yesterday." I said, "Let me tell you about it." So I started like telling her about it, and she was cracking up. She was crying. So I was like, "You know what?" I know you got a job to do. I said I did. Do a, I did do an episode about it. So by the time I got off the phone, the girl was subscribed and she listened to the episode. I said, mm-hmm. "Girl, really? Listen." I said, "Let me tell you all about my experience, so that way when I do schedule it, y'all, y'all not looking at me like I'm crazy." No. But, but yes. But um, what else? <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of bad customer service. What happened? So we went out to um, the Real Milk and Honey in College oh. Park off of Main oh. Street for brunch on Sunday. Yes. Girl. 
they always pack and they don't know how to sit people properly. They have no organization and they feel like that's okay. Right. So this is the so this is the thing. We were so like I already know it's Sunday. It's gonna be hella people out. It's gonna be brunch. People like the city's up and back up. People gonna be out and about. It is what it is, right? So I was expecting a long wait, but I don't understand a wait when you're telling me it's like 29 people in front of us. The whole bar is fucking empty. It's not closed off because of COVID. And then you have like a whole section of tables in the middle of the fucking restaurant that are empty as hell. And then, and then, and then, when you look on their menu, the rule says to not occupy the seats for too long after you finish your meals because other people want to sit down and eat too. So they have that rule, but they don't enforce it. So Drew was seeing. So Drew was telling us how it was a whole bunch of people in the restaurant at tables with empty plates stacked up high, and they were just sitting around talking shit. Not eating, they already ate, they already paid their bill, and they were just like sitting there bullshitting or whatever. And we were upset about that shit, but it was kind of like you know, if 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 we're getting ready to get seated soon, like what's the point of us going to another restaurant? We already drove down the fucking way. We might well just kind of like stay for a little bit and eat. When we get down, when we sit down and eat, and we finally sit down and eat, the waitress comes and takes our order. As she takes our order. She takes three or four other tables orders right ahead of ours. My homegirl points that out and she's like, um, so so Kobe, you telling me shut the fuck up? I don't care. So my homegirl's like, she takes other people orders but hasn't put ours in yet. If they get their food before we do, I'm finna say something. Uh, listen, ready. Why all the other tables got their food before we got our food? Then the waitress tells us exactly, Kobe. Then the waitress tells us, "Oh, uh, just to let y'all know, uh, like after we already ordered our food, we ordered a lot of food." She's like, "Oh, just to let y'all know, um, we ran out of to-go containers. So if y'all don't finish y'all food, y'all want to take it to go. We ain't got nothing to put it in." Wait, like that's ghetto. You do close business until you can accommodate your customers. Yeah, so especially if you rushing people to get up the fuck out their seat. So like we pointed all this shit out to her, right? And then she sounds like she's getting upset. And she's frustrated. She's like, "No, here, go ahead, talk to the manager, complain about everything, and ask for a discount." It's not why I'm complaining for a discount. Don't, don't, you know, dwindle me down to that's why I'm complaining. I'm complaining because. Y'all this don't have your customer service. service. Right. right. It's, shitty, it's, it's shitty customer service. So the manager comes and he's like, oh, I heard y'all got a complaint. And then we, my homegirl says her piece. And then he's kind of explaining himself. And then I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. I said, it's not the fact that we were waiting that bothers me. It's the fact that we were waiting and the restaurant was empty. That's what's pissing me the fuck off. Like, why are we sitting here waiting and y'all got empty tables. You got an empty fucking bar. Your waitresses are just sitting around twiddling their thumbs, not doing any fucking thing. 
And he was like, "Oh, well, I'm sorry about that." And then we said, "And what about our food? Like we we like we're looking at other tables to get our food before ours and order the same shit that we got." Mm. Well, you know, everything takes a process and this, that, and the third. And I'm like, "Bitch, fuck your process." Because if that's the case, then oh, how that bitch got her shit before I got mine? Hello. You basically gave her our thing. food. You gave her our food. Right. Okay. So okay. Pause. This is a problem. I don't like going to these hood rich restaurants. This is a problem I have with customer service when people don't know how to appropriately speak after someone talks about their service. You're not going to tell me what I experienced. I'm letting you know what I experienced on the flip side because you are not in my position. But at the same time, you need to put yourself in my shoes as a and do whatever you need to do to understand how something is coming off regardless of what you are trying to defend. People who are automatically on the defense of, let me say this for what you defend. So, I that and then say this so I have some, you're not looking, you're not, your goal is not my goal. You're not looking to find a solution. You're looking to defend why you're doing what you're doing. And when it Girl. when the conversation starts getting that, I just say fuck it. Yeah, it's not even all that. It was it was, it just gave me very much yeah. I'm the manager of a restaurant. Yeah. Because I'm the manager at this restaurant, I can do what the fuck I want to do. Fuck what you got to say because you're gonna eat the food and you're gonna pay this bill anyway. Right. You don't care. That's what I'm talking about. You don't so, like at, so like with all that said and done, like I got avocado toast and it was cute. Um but my toast was hard as fuck. And then they were like and another voice was like, Oh, you didn't eat the toast? I said, Nope. She was like, It was too hard. I said, Yes, good. Why you ain't complain about that? I said, Complain for what? Because it's not like y'all gonna fucking listen. Mm. So mind you, it was me, Drew, my homegirl, and my goddaughter. My goddaughter is 14 years old. She not dumb. She not dumb. But you know, but but so the manager comes out and he was like, because of all the complaints and stuff, I'm giving y'all champagne on the house. I don't want no goddamn champagne. Bitch, I don't even <laughs> fucking drink. So you're giving so you're giving so you're giving someone who doesn't drink and a minor. Champagne, and you think that's gonna appease us? <laughs> I was already over it. That's probably that's a, that's another reason why I'm out of it for this weekend. Like I, I went to this fucking restaurant; it was hot as fuck, and the service was full of shit. And then, like Drew and I were like, "Damn, you know, we've been here before, and it really and the, and the service wasn't like this. Like even though it was mm-hmm. packed, everything was like you know in order." This, that, and the third, whatever, whatever, whatever. Couldn't find out from the waitress. She told us that they got new management like about a month ago. Ugh. So the new management is fucking up and is making like the restaurant look like shit. That trickle down. So we got our bill. I saw that they added a service charge to it, which was the gratitude gratuity. I went ahead and I paid the bill and bitch, we bounced. And like I saw my home girl, I said, bitch, I'm never coming to this braggy shit ever again. I'm never telling anybody <laughs> to come here ever again. Cause this restaurant is 
can fuck my ass. Like, it's the worst. And it's don't get used to the fucking parking. Girl, the parking, the parking, the parking part wasn't too bad. Um, and that's the picture I posted of Minks because I was like, "Bitch, I don't even have the energy to drag this restaurant like I want to." But I am. I'm, okay. I'm eventually we're gonna. I'm, I'm gonna make a post, and I'm gonna drag the fuck out of them. And I'm gonna drag the fuck out of them on Instagram. I'm gonna drag the fuck out of them on Twitter. I'm gonna drag the fuck out of them on Facebook. I'm gonna drag the fuck out of them on Yelp. I'm gonna drag the fuck out of them on Google Review. Yeah, you should. Are they black owned? <laughs> yeah. Not, you know, not to be shady, but I was just saying, I, I just wanted to know. <laughs> okay, Girl. and let me tell you something. And this is nothing <laughs> that I stand. I hate you. And I hate you asking that question. I really do. But continue. Black on, people who <laughs> feel like they can't, they can't appropriately criticize a black business because they're black owned. It doesn't matter. If you're in the business of service and your service sucks, no matter if I'm purple, green, yellow, blue, orange, I should be able to say something about the service you're offering because you're looking to get paid for it and someone is looking to have a good service. But if it's all money spent the same. Right. If it's not up to par, regardless of what I am, regardless who you are, I should be able to give you honest feedback. I can't stand when black people be like, oh, black people so quick to uh, talk shit about another black business, but you'll go to McDonald's every day. If this is completely different. If they serve it's good, hell yeah. What you mean? Listen, it's even better. It's even... It's, for you to have a black business that's not franchised, and this is your only location... It should be easier for you to go ahead and get on top of your service because you don't have. It's not even that, Chantal. It's not. It's Chantal. It's not even that. You go to McDonald's. You spend five, six dollars on a fucking meal. We went to this restaurant. I spent a hundred and fifty-six dollars. Nope. No, sir. For four people, a hundred and fifty-six fucking dollars on four people, and the the service that I got there. It's probably about the same service I would have got at McDonald's, and I would have spent a fra- I probably would have spent ten percent, not even ten percent. I probably was. I, I, I'm not doing the math right now, but I probably I would have spent a whole lot less at McDonald's than what the fuck I spent at that restaurant. I would have spent a whole lot less at the Waffle House than what I would have spent at that fucking restaurant. I would have spent a whole lot less at IHOP than I would have spent at that fucking restaurant. Mm-hmm. And all in, all in supporting a black business that did not give a fuck about me and the people that I were with that looked just like you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's hard. It's really hard. <sighs> that was the most aggravating thing. It is aggravating. Because you want to be supportive, but they. Either they overcharge you over 50% of the dang price or the service sucks. Not to mention I drove 40 minutes in traffic just to get there because I was like, oh, this is a dope-ass restaurant. I've been here before. And I want my friends and I want my friends from out of town to experience it. Mm-hmm. I think I'm now she like now she, now she like bitch. I want to go to the other location and see what they hitting on because this one ain't real nothing. This one's real fucked up. That's what it is. The one indicator. 
No, we went to the one over there in College, in College Park off Main Street. Because the one in College Park in May, off of Main Street is supposed to be, quote unquote, the real milk and honey. So it's supposed to be the one where the people from the DMV came down and opened up that location. The other milk and honey is supposed to be another. It's supposed. I, I think it's. It, I don't know if it's the chef from that restaurant that was supposed to be there and then something happened with management and then he opened up his own thing or what happened. But it's it was a situation that happened between the real milk and honey and the milk and honey and the other milk and honey locations here in Atlanta. Terrible. 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 And like, to be honest with you, if your food is bomb, I don't mind a fucking attitude. <laughs> but don't give me no attitude and your food was okay and the service is full of shit. Because when, when I go to places that has bomb food, like fucked up service, but bomb ass food, I take my shit to go. I mind the service. Now, I don't mind fucked up service if the food is really good and the food is to go. Mm. I'm, I mind the service. Because I'm still spending money here. But see, I'm not spending as much if I was to sit down and eat. Then I got then I don't have to tip anybody. I'm just placing my order. You give me my shit and then I dip. And see, I only say that I mind the service because I think about it like me being at my job, like I'd be fired if I gave somebody the kind of service that I've experienced. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> so no. You gonna treat me with some respect, bitch. <laughs> but then I also but then I've also gone to these franchises and shit like this and we're busy adding new oh. Refresh. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I, I mean, like I've been in like these big places with shitty service too. Like I've gone to Applebee's and got shitty ass service. The the guy who took my order at Applebee's, well, the guy who brought us our order at Applebee's because I placed the order online, was the same guy who answered the phone so I could complain about the food because nigga, I put on my own online order on my burger, add lettuce, add onions, and add pickles. I just got a bread, a patty, and cheese. <clears throat> I said make my shit pink. I get it. My burger is burnt. <laughs> so when I call and complain and I said hi, I would like to I said hi, I would like to speak to the manager. The guy who answers the phone says, Hold on. And see hey and says, Hey, this is the manager. And I'm like, so wait I'm like, so the nigga who just answered the phone. Who said, hold on, and came back. You're the manager? And he was like, yeah, I'm the manager. What's up? Yeah, I so, so I told him everything that was wrong with my order. He said, well, just bring it back. We'll remake it. I'm like, no, I'm not going to remake it because by the, by, the, by the tone of your voice and how you got off the phone and came back to the phone, y'all not going to do shit but add lettuce and tomato to this burnt-ass burger that I ain't want. Mm. So what he does, he hangs up in my face. Wow! Wow! Audacity! And then when I call back, they don't fucking answer. And then, uh, and then of course, to, to make it so bad, it was a black man. Uh. 
And you can tell by my voice that bitch, I ain't white. Nigga, I had to call corporate on you. Why we can't act right, dog? Girl. Because I, and I feel like what it is is a lot of us is we let our own personal issues take over our professionalism. Yes. And we don't know how to separate business from personal anymore. Because for so long, our business was our personal. You might have a point. So, like, I get that, but also at the same time, it's like I had to learn and I had to develop to leave my personal issues at the door. Mm-hmm. Like, leave work at work and leave home at home. Especially if you're that close in contact with customers. But what the fuck do I know? People, I didn't mean for this to turn into my whole diary rant. No, but it needed to be said because I know you're not the only one experiencing this. Yeah. That shit just pissed me off. And it kind of hurt my feelings because it's like, bitch, like, we black too. Like, why are you doing, yeah. like, why are you doing this to us? Right. Let it be some I, other, let's, let it be some other um, not usual ethnicity that came through the door. Let's make sure we're on our best. Da, 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 da. Right, right, exactly. Because, because, because I, I kid you, no fucking lie. If white people had walked in there, y'all niggas would be on y'all p's and q's, right, to serve these crackers. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just like everybody needs to be treated with that same poise. Period. Right. Mm-hmm. Why is my computer off? <sighs> I need to go to my computer. That's another thing. They got us like doing um OT only on Mondays and Tuesdays. So it's really making oh. me cram to do it. I really don't do OT on Monday because that's like my day to chill. Mm-hmm. But now I have to like squish it all in two days. So here I am. But um the meat is frozen, so I guess it's cool. Oh, your meat is frozen? Yeah, the meat is frozen that I wanted to cook. Oh. That's so okay. Oh, man, I wanted a girl. Why is she having another boy? Why you wanted a girl? You got two. Because I wanted her to experience what it's like to have a girl. Everybody don't want to have no girls. I don't want no right. girls, but look at me. Look at yeah, me. Yeah, you complain about them all the time. All the time. That's why I'm closing my shop. But I, I should, I still should be able to have dibs on other people's shops. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe Kiki will give me a girl. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I keep feel like Kiki not having no more after this. She is. And she gonna be like, oh my god, why didn't y'all stop me? And I was like, ma'am. I don't think so. I was like that about Anya. I was like, no, I'm good. I'm good. And look at, look at us. 
Nah, what? my homegirl said, hell nah. And she had my goddaughter, she was like, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I think Kobe is it. Interesting. He is it. Why isn't my dock working? I'm confused. It's a docking station? Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of these badass kids came over here and touched my computer. Mm-hmm. I told him to not come near my desk. But I am planning a stress reliever for the weekend. So, you're planning what? A stress reliever. Oh. I'm trying to debate. When do I want to come off? You want to what? I'm trying to debate. When do I want to take time off? Oh. No. So what I'm going to do this weekend to release some stress? I already talked about it with Drew. We're going to the gun range. Ooh, yes. Mm. Not for no pow pow. Or some paper bodies. Pow pow pow. I'm about to yell, so let me go on mute. Um. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm done. <laughs> Who's she finna yell at the girls? Of course. They le- they left evidence where they were on my desk while I was getting my nails done. Moms can't do shit. And now my dock is not working and that's where like the monitors is not working properly. And I all I want to do is do my OT. Why were you over here by my desk cutting shit? So what did you do back here? What did you hear do back here on my computer? Because none of the screens are coming on now. So why were you over here? <laughs> what did I say before I left? Uh-oh. I said to stay right, off my girl, desk. Right. I suggest right, you get on my face. I cannot. Now I don't know why this dock is on. Everything is plugged in, but none of the monitors are working. My mouse is not working, which is connected to the docking station. What the fuck? The cord is plugged in. I'm just confused. Is there a switch that needs to be on? No, all the switches are on because that's the same power um, station that the main laptop is in. Okay. So there's no reason why the dock is not working. The laptop is on there on the way, right? Yeah, that's the only thing that's on. But it's plugged Mm. into the same place that everything else is plugged in. That's why I'm confused. Uh, I may go log back in tonight. I don't know. Y'all have a y'all have fun with that. I'm gonna like get off of this and use the restroom and get in the bed. Y'all shut up my goddamn cord. Uh oh. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> this is another episode of So Much Hate Deal. Bye. 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 Bye.
I hope y'all enjoying the show. But before we go any further, please note we still have merch on that shop on the site. We have merch, okay? And this show is brought to you by Fred Circle, okay? Fred Circle is an online web-based platform for podcasters to go ahead and promote, collab, share, distribute their show, Red Circle. So if you're looking for a free place that's going to do you right, get on Red Circle. Now back to the show because I really got to hear about this restaurant Casey done wasted his time and went to. <laughs> like, wait. 